Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome on into The Point with Kristen Burt. It is week two, and we are doing this remote, but as we know, the show must go on. So I am so happy today that Chloe Arnold is joining me, and fingers crossed, Maude might slide on in at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, welcome. Yes. I'm so, so happy to be with you. I, I know, air cool. <laughs> all we're doing. Um, let's ask the big question, like, how are you doing through this social distancing slash quarantining here in Los Angeles? Well, you know, okay, I'm someone that has always worked, right? Like, and what I mean by that is I've had a job since I was a kid. Like, I'm that person that was, like, making scrunchies and selling them or shoveling snow for the neighbors or babysitting or, you know, like I've always been someone that's um, like contributed to the household. Right. Um, And obviously like now I'm, I, you know, I created a career. So to know that like, just like that, um, everything that we built that, you know, brings us joy and community and love, um, came to like this halt in a very quick way. It was like, it was almost like um, the NBA shut down and then everybody followed suit um, and was very jolting. You know, um, my sister and I for 12 years have produced uh, the DC Tap Festival, which is an event that brings 500 tap dancers together from around the globe. And so we had to make that tough decision to cancel and in exciting news, it's going to be online, but you know, the initial shock was real. And I think that, um, you know, obviously the most important thing is everybody's health and safety, but it is a real, um, we were going to do a James Corden. We had a James Corden, uh, late, late show shoot that we were going to do. And obviously that got canceled. Um, there's another television show that I'm working on that got push two months, um, you know, James Corden will make a comeback, of course, um, and we'll be there dancing it up. But, uh, you know, all of the conventions, I work on New York City Dance Alliance, that is now on pause as well. Um, and obviously, you know, dance studios, dance, so many dance studios across the world have had to close their doors during this time. So it's, it's a real life jolt when you're used to waking up and running and dancing and doing your oh yeah and let's not mention the gyms are closed right so all of the things that for so many dancers provide us our daily sanity our daily joy um and our 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 actual jobs that are now on pause and so my sister and I really had to take a moment digest it and um 
and then pivot and, you know, approach this with a resilience and an optimism because that's all you can do, right? There are two choices. And so we're choosing to see this as an opportunity to reflect and to grow. Well, I want to know, as because you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, um, obviously everyone's safety is, is important and number one, of course, but making that decision to say, we can't do this in person, what was that like? Because it, it, I was in Las Vegas at a conference and I was uh, doing some broadcasting and the second the NBA said season's canceled, I thought, holy cow, this is all snowballing. This, this is all everyone's going to follow and that's exactly what happened. Exactly. So my sister and I really thought about it. And, and actually, the way that we were gauging it for us, this is pre-NBA, was that we were looking at the schools because the majority of our students are, you know, young people. So it Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline they were if the schools were still open we were thinking okay this isn't maybe as as bad as it could be and then as we started to see schools close like in Seattle then we realized and and the thing is we have some wonderful tap dancers in Seattle who were planning to come so off the top they were out right Mm -hmm. um and we have students coming from Europe so then they were out and then we have students coming from Asia and voila so for us we were like we're too global this our event is too global for us to put everyone at risk Mm -hmm. um, because this is such a silent and unseen you know virus and so as much as it like was really really difficult and my sister and I you know didn't want to miss the kids honestly like I've been looking at photos and this it's it's not just like, oh, they come and dance. It's the spirit and the energy and the hugs and the love and the community. You get and so much out of it, even though they're there to dance. You get, you walk away with a ton, don't you? Oh, 100%. You know, I always think about that as a, when I'm teaching or choreographing. Um, it's, a, it's definitely cyclical. It's a circle. I give love, they give love back, and we all leave more full and more inspired. And um, so that was something that we really had to say, okay, well, all of these years, this past, you know, this past decade, my sister and I have been doing a lot of work online by bringing syncopated ladies um, and the way that we see tap dance to the world online. So we thought, you know what, it's only right that we start the first ever global online tap festival. Amazing. And yeah, we're really excited. And that's this Saturday, March 28th. So um, we're going to be putting registration up tomorrow and we're going to have a really awesome model, which is going to be buy one, donate one. So that way we can still pay all of the artists, the teaching artists. Yay. We can still keep our foundation programming running because we have, um, we, my sister and I have, uh, free programming that happens around the world. And so we want to make sure that those programs are able to survive this 
and it's really important to us. Um, and so, and also we know that this is an, uh, we're in a climate where some people, you know, can support and, and other people are really um, struggling right now. And so I think that it's going to be really empowering that people are going to be able to help each other out to make this experience a win-win for everybody, where everybody walks away feeling um, like they were part of a global community and a global movement. That's exciting too. And just being able to give back in a way through dance, but in a very, just through registration, you don't have to jump through hoops or anything else like that is I think a really great way to do it in a time when we're all sort of swirling around trying to figure out what is going on. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's so beautiful. You know, we, all of us are giving, you know, free online classes and we're connecting to the community, but it's also really important to remember that artists are the first in many ways to um, not receive any aid. You know, there's so many artists that will not see unemployment uh, checks. They will not see um, aid. And so it's really important to remember that while artists are bringing so much joy to the world, we have to make sure we're pouring back into artists. And I think that especially like right now, the dance studios, everybody's taking a major hit. And Mm -hmm. I think that um, those that have access need to remember that and make sure they reach out and connect and lift up the, um, the community because artists bring the pulse to the world right? The cultural pulse. And that's what's going to keep us all going while we're in these walls, right? And while we're stuck. Um, So people need to realize too, and I did an article on this. I spoke to a couple other um, dancers and and business owners and choreographers all going through the same things. And and Tiffany Billings, who runs Club Jeté in Los Angeles, made a really good point that kind of like was a knife to the heart, honestly, because she said some dancers will have to take a nine to five job to make it through and they may not come back to dance. We will see some dance businesses go under and not be able to survive all of this. And we want to prevent as much of that from happening, honestly. Absolutely. And I think that we are responsible for each other, right? And so we have to be strategic and helping one another and make this an opportunity for us to all grow as an industry Right. And and understand. And I think that that um, asks of parents, that asks of uh, corporations to, to recognize the value of what dance brings to someone's life, whether they're going to become a pro or not. The values that it brings to your life are priceless. And so we have to honor that and, and celebrate that in the same way that we do, um, you know, any any other business, right? Like you're not going to go to amazon.com and order something and then expect them to send it for free. Right. Right. So artists are providing a service that is lifting the spirit of the dancer and the person. And so we have to remember that that is a very valuable asset in our culture, especially as things, especially right now when fear is the dominant thought we need for dance to be a healing thought and a healing action. Yeah, and the, and the mental health aspects of it, you know, I mean, because we haven't, we're just at, at the beginning part of this. We don't know what the long-term effects of all of this, of all of us just sort of like in our four walls of our homes and everything else like that, being able to move and, and sort of get that emotion out is such a big deal. And I, I don't think we're all like embracing all of that yet, but we need to even more. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, my sister and I have been doing these, you know, live classes, these free live classes. And when I tell you, even just like, you know, taking a week off of dance, when you're used to dancing hours on hours and you're used to still going to the gym, I mean, your body is like, whoa, Whoa. <laughs> and um, so I'm, I'm making sure that every day I am um, doing hardcore dancing in, in, at home so that I can, you know, get my heart rate up and keep, my, um, keep myself in shape because, you know, when we come out of this, we got to come out of it stronger. We can't come out of this weaker. We can't come out of this broken, even though it seems like such a broken situation we have to make sure that we walk out of here fortified by new thought and that we come back even more present and clear and focused on what we really came here to do in this life ah, I love that I'm like I gotta remember that <laughs> even for myself <laughs> um I know you have a lot of artists also participating with you and the online tap fest give us a little tease of who everyone expects I am so, so thankful, okay? Gratitude, I think, is the key to this whole journey, right? Um, because I have such incredible tap dance friends and artists and dancers and choreographers. And so we have joining us, Michelle Dorns. Um, she has a company called Dorns Dance. She I love Michelle Dorns. Absolutely incredible. And she's my sister and my friend since 1998. Um, all of the syncopated ladies will be there including Melinda Sullivan, my sister Maude Arnold, Lisa Lee, Asada, Pam. I mean, it's going to be awesome. We have Anthony Morgerato, who is, oh, you him. know, absolutely brilliant. Um, it, you know, he speaks with his feet, of course. And then we have one of my besties in life, Jared Grimes, who has been a star on Broadway. Um, he also is on a television show right now on NBC called Manifest. And honestly, it's really hard to actually get him in person. So this is exciting because this is one of the first tap festivals he's been to in God only knows, maybe a decade. So I'm really happy to have him. We have Mad Rhythms from Chicago, okay? And they are Mad Rhythms, it's, it says it all. Um, we also have coming out of DC, Charles Renato, Roxanne King. So we're gonna have dancers, Diane Walker, legend out of Boston. So we have dancers from New York, LA, Chicago, um, DC, and Brazil. Our faculty is literally international and far reaching. And we're gonna offer classes to beginners, intermediate dancers, and advanced. So something for everyone. And it's gonna be a five and a half hour intensive. I love this. <laughs> All these kids like, like tapping at home and watching this. This is gonna be incredible. Other parents are gonna be like, five and a half hours? <laughs> I know. We've been homeschooling all week and now we've been tapping all day. It's crazy. Yes, 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 always. I've been, so we've, during, we've been asking kids to send us their videos because one, one thing that we're doing that's really exciting is that we've already sent out choreography for a global online tap fest challenge video. Mm -hmm. So we're getting, we've already gotten back 150 plus videos of kids tap dancing in their homes from all around the globe. And um, they're just so creative and they're so full of love and they're so full of life. And honestly, for me, that's a motivator. 
That's what makes me know that we have to get up every day with that same fervor and that same intention because literally the way that dance can connect people. I mean, these videos just give me life. And so we're gonna post that global tap fest video after tap festival so that everybody can see the love and feel a part of something, especially if someone is home, you know, with not maybe not a big family or if, you know, things are difficult, that they can feel like they're a part of something and they're not alone. You're still a part of a community no matter what, which is so important. Yes. I know so many of these kids are ready to get back to dance class and it's <laughs> probably hard for them to sit at home every day. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so hard. I mean, it's... <sighs> You think about a child, you know, all they do is run. They run for fun. They run from here to there and here to there. I mean, so being at home is really difficult. And I, and I have to say, so my sister and I have a foundation and our foundation serves um, children that would otherwise not be able to afford dance. And we have a program here in South Central LA. We also have a program in Brazil, in a slum in Brazil. And right now, honestly, I wake up and, and, and that's when I have to like keep my positive energy flowing and like send them love, lots of love because it's most difficult for them. You know, there's this, the, the spaces they're living in are small. The circumstances are not up to par with how they, you know, how they deserve to live. And in the favela um, in Brazil just last week, they went a whole week without fresh running water. And those are our kids that come to our, our dance program at the community center. And so thankfully now they have water, but we are sending over supplies and um, our, friends, uh, our friends in Brazil who are choreographers are taking those supplies to them, which is just amazing. And this is all because we all love tap. And so beyond tap is this humanity. And that's what Mon and I always try to focus on is what is the human factor of dance? You can be a great dancer all day, which is wonderful and fabulous to look at, but the humanity in what you do to me is what truly matters. And I try to infuse that into every choreography or any class or any project that I'm doing. Yeah, and it's important too because not every student of yours is going to be a professional dancer. It, it's just that aspect of it. That's the reality. And I think being able to instill all these like values and character traits and discipline that they can take with them, whether they're going to medicine or law or business, those values will always stay with them. Absolutely. It, I just think, you know, and I know you feel it, like every step literally every step you take in life um, is infused with that magic that you learned as a dancer, that you learned in dance class, that, that, that almost, um, it's like it, it's the, it unlocked the key to like your soul and how you can show up in a space, in a room. And so again, whenever we put on a, an event, we always try to do multiple levels because we're not just trying to train the next best dancer even though we are doing that too. That's okay. We want to make sure, we want to make sure that kids walk away empowered and feeling like whatever they imagine, they can create. That's a, and that's a really, it's a, it's, it's a small thought, but a big thought in the same time, because you know, you're instilling it, it you know, one-on-one -on -one with them in the classroom or, you know, one-on-20, -on however many. Right. But the fact that they walk away with it and take it on with them through life really, 
really matters. And I think especially where you work with a lot of underserved communities, um, having that person that believes in them and says, you can do it, whether you're going to be on a stage or whether you're going to be in a courtroom or whether you're going to be in, you know, performing surgery, whatever it is, having someone believe in you at that young age will stay with you forever. 100%. And you know, with our kids, we always tell them that we're a resource. So it's not just we're a dance resource, we're a resource. We went to Columbia University. We have friends that are in every single type of job you could possibly think of. And so we are a resource. One of our kids told us that he wanted to to be a gamer and make up, you know, and create video games. And so guess what? We have a friend that does that. We brought him to his office and then his eyes were like, whoa, it went from this imaginary idea to something that was so concrete and so real. And, and now his dream is tangible. And, and he comes to tech class, right? So, there you go. <laughs> well, and then he knows the connection is there too. He's like, I better show up and do well at tap class if I'm going to. <laughs> There's a correlation because yep. to be, to, the, the values of greatness um, are synonymous across all platforms. Yeah, and it, it, I think you also understand at a young age how important networking is too in, in that moment because you introduced him to somebody else who then can open up this, this unlock this key to this whole world, which I think exactly. is exactly It's so incredible. I mean, I feel, feel so thankful and, you know, just very, very thankful that my sister and I are incredibly social. So we make friends <laughs> all over. <laughs> And my sister is amazing. She's the glue of all of this operation. She honestly is the one who has an idea. And then I'm like, let's, yeah, you know, we're like, let's do it. And then she really, she's our COO. So she does the operations, which executes it all that gets all the little fine details that need to get done. Really difficult, really difficult. And um, I'm really thankful to have her as a partner because especially right now with us putting on the global online tech fest this Saturday, um, it's a team effort. You know, we're we are trying something that's never been done before. So, you know, there are lots and lots of components, lots of factors, um, but we're really excited because I truly believe that people will walk away from it feeling full of love and I, and I want them to carry that with them as we go through these challenging times and for them to know that we're going to stick with them, you know? Yeah. And you this guys is, will be back next year. I know I saw somewhere on the website, 2021 yes. is happening. Yes, we're coming back next year. This is, this is a hiccup, but honestly, it's, it's an opportunity because the reality is, well, you know, 500 people um, might have made it in person. You know, when, when Maude and I taught our class um, earlier this week, we had 25,000 people there. So, wow. if, you know, bring, being able to bring TAP to new audiences has always been a goal of Maude Mod and mine. Um, and bringing the love and the people that we love in the art form to, you know, this global space is really an honor. I feel honored to be able to do that and, and honored to have a platform to present my friends and artists that I really believe in and to educate. Everybody that, that Maude and I have hired to um, on faculty, they're not just a, a virtuo- virtuosic uh, dancer. They're also educators. They're humanitarians. They're, they're fully invested with their heart and spirit. So it means a lot. So one of my former uh, dance classmates from Boston, Alyssa Bastini is on. Uh, she, <laughs> she and I used to dance together way back in the day and I was like, and she was always, 
always a great tap dancer. And we didn't come from a strong tap studio. I will say that. Hopefully my teacher's not listening, but um, <laughs> always the one that was like, you need a tapper. We got her. <laughs> that is so awesome. I love to hear that. Alyssa is a very important part of Chloe and my foundation and what we do because she runs the, we have a, we have another project, which is our youth company. It's called mm -hmm. Soul Talk. And it has three satellites, New York, LA, and Florida. And she runs our Florida satellite. So she, she's just absolutely wonderful. And that's what I mean. Like our community is full of such brilliant people, you know, brilliant, good people. And I think that it's so important to work together and build those teams. Like right now is a great time to build your team and to remind yourself of the values that your team, you know, we had a syncopated ladies um, meeting. We had a syncopated ladies empowerment meeting um, last week when all of this really was getting serious so that we made sure that we together are pooling our thoughts and our energies to help lift each other up. And so that's what, you know, I wanna do and I wanna uh, inspire others to do, which is, again, this is an opportunity to reimagine the way that things, you know, that your life has been flowing and expand it in a way so that when, when everything opens back up, you know, healing is accomplished, health healing, health and healing are accomplished, that we come into that new space with, um, you know, a new set of wings, right? Oh, I like that. Well, and that's, it's kind of that whole idea of like, when you have a setback, it's a setup for the comeback exactly. and not utilizing this time because it is valuable time. I mean, whether my theme this year is declutter and it's not just decluttering my closet, which I want to do. It's decluttering all the things that don't serve me in my personal life, my work life and everything else. And I was like, well, this is the time to do it. 100%. I think we all, I think, you know, if we all take a moment and we sit down and pull out a pat, you know, pen and paper or computer or iPhone or whatever, and we write down our goals, you know, and that can range from personal goal, career goal. It's like at the top of the year, I do a vision board. It's time for everyone to do a new vision board, right? We're in a new, so the fact that live, <laughs> that live performances are on pause, you know, we could have never imagined this, never, ever imagined this. Yep. But again, artists are the most creative people on the planet. So this is, this is our time to make sure that we are, you know, intelligently focused on um, our expansion and not letting this um, break us. I love that. You know, I've been um, kind of like mulling a question when I knew you guys, you and Maude were coming on. And I was thinking about this and I'll talk about my studio again when I was growing up. Um, oftentimes, you know, you're three or four years old and you start with tap. Um, I think because the sound of it is so um, attractive to young kids, it's something that they absolutely love. But then all of a sudden at six, seven, eight, they jump right into um, ballet. And do we have Maude? Is she coming on in? Hi. Hi. Yay. I'm so sorry. Hi, Kristen. So sorry I'm late. That's okay. I know. Glad to see you. <laughs> we're, um, we're working on the Global Online Tap Fest. So that's, that's, yes. that's where Ma's been. Like I said, she's COO. So there was doing all the operations. <laughs> so I have a question for both of you. Because I was just saying, like, a lot of kids start with tap at, like, three, four, five. And then at six, they jump to ballet and jazz. And they leave tap behind. 
how, how can studios keep kids interested in tap and keep it all the way through? Because anyone who wants to do Broadway these days or any of the major dance shows on TV, you need to have tap. Yes. Well, I think that it's about the studio and the tap teacher at the studio keeping it fresh and keeping it fun. Because oftentimes when I meet kids, the reason they feel like they want to quit tap is because they're like, the music isn't fun. Or, you know, I'm just not having fun. It doesn't feel like it's relevant to this time. And so I think that it's super important to talk to the students too, to the tap students and be like, even if it's once a week, what what's your favorite song? Let's improvise to this song. So even if you have your course and your syllabus that you're following, you still allow your your dancers to give some input. And I think that they would like that a lot. I had a, a dance teacher that in ballet started using Stevie Wonder songs sometimes. And it made me feel so much more connected to the, to the movement. And I respected the classical music that we used, but sometimes it just made it feel like, wow, she sees me. She knows what I might want to hear in this class. I want to do ballet now to Isn't She Lovely? Because it's my favorite Stevie yes. Wonder song. See, I think you have to, you know, it's, it's kind of like that, you know, back in the day when people would be like, you know, parents would have been like, oh, they're dancing to that rock and roll, like that terrible music, right? It's, it's, it's kind of that idea of like, yes, tap dance and jazz go beautifully together. Yes, understanding the music, celebrating it, very, very important. However, you got to meet people where they are in order to bring them into what, as a teacher, right? In order to bring them into the space that you want them, starts with inspiration. So I think that's the key is finding the inspiration. And that can be through music, that can be through a conversation, that can be in, in you know many creative ways, but it's really important that you find the inspiration because if they're not inspired, they will not want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good thought because that's what made me think. I'm like, you know, I was one of those kids. I started like four, I tapped, and then all of a sudden I was like, eh, ballet, and off I went. You know? Yes. And, and I think another thing in my head. So, <laughs> and I think another thing is, you know, making sure that we create opportunities, which is what Mon and I are trying to do, um, for tap dancers to work. Because mm-hmm. if they're, so syncopated ladies were going on tour this fall, which is so exciting. We have a 30 city tour. Mm -hmm. And so that's exciting because that's aspirational, which also helps young people go, wait a minute, I wanna be in that show. Uh And so I think the more content we have on television, on film, on live stage, the more inspiration it will give to young people to say, wait, I see that, I do that. And I hope during this time where we're at home and sharing and giving, we hope that we reach into the homes of all these people around the world and, and get them tapped into tap. <laughs> Ma, now that we have you here, I want to know, how do you two keep each other inspired? Because um, I know that you're siblings, so I'm sure at times you're like, ah, my sister. <laughs> and then I thought, like, this is the greatest business partner I could ever have in life. Um, I think that what keeps us inspired is our upbringing. Like, I think it's really important to know where you come from. And we've come such a long way. We come from very humble beginnings in Washington, D.C. And we just lead with gratitude because, you know, a lot of people that we grew up with have never left where we're from. And, you know, we've been able to travel around the world. Um, and so I think it's about doing it for the people who couldn't do it for themselves and having a partner that, you know, isn't trying to like steal your money or your shine is very helpful because there's no trust issues. 
But we do argue all the time. If you have siblings, you know, we argue all, it's like a constant <laughs> argument, but we don't argue over money or men. That's good. Who's usually right? I am, I am. all the time, I am. every time. Always. Every time, I love it. <laughs> Definitely me. me. <laughs> I love it. And who's, who's usually in charge? Uh, it goes back and forth. There are certain things that she mom, likes to always be in charge, even though she doesn't know. Sometimes I'm in charge, but you don't know what you're doing. So it goes back and forth. I think that um, I think I'm very reasonable. She's a Leo, and I She's think awesome. that um, I'm definitely easy to work with. Oh my god! <laughs> but I think honestly, maybe for other people. Yeah, definitely for other people. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not so much. Um, obviously, I, you guys have always come forward with a lot of gratitude. I know that Ms. Debbie Allen has been a huge part of this. And I, I still am amazed every time I see Debbie, because there she is teaching a jazz class on Instagram, like giving everyone life and then trending on Twitter at the same time. Um, and then, by the way, like helming, you know, Grey's Anatomy and off doing her studio and helping with mm -hmm. the Los Angeles International Dance Festival, which is postponed right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's so much to get from her, but she gives so much. And I'm like, where does she have time in the day? Well, you know, first of all, massive shout out to our mentor, Debbie Allen. She has a salsa class tomorrow on Instagram. So you know you gotta go. You know you gotta go. You already know. And um, she, honestly, she's taught us so much that like we carry with us, right? So. The, for example, one thing we joke about a lot is you can't be tired when you were trained by Debbie Allen. There's no tired. She don't sleep. She's she's like she'll, she's like doing ten million things more, and um, and she's seventy, which is absolutely incre incredible. And I think it's so great because, especially you know, it's Women's History Month, which sadly mm. has gotten we've gotten away from <laughs> a little right now. But she is the epitome of what an empowered woman lives, looks, acts like because and does. And does. She's not stopping for the you know the paradigm of what a woman does at 70 she is living her best full life it's amazing and so i think it's a great reminder she did a 45 minute non-stop jazz class i was out online. of breath and classic jazz i was super excited when i started seeing isolations i was like oh my pure jazz heart yes <laughs> no it was absolutely amazing so we just are really inspired by her. And, you know, we've been in touch with her a lot during this time to just encourage one another to also, like I was saying, you know, share ideas, inspire, build, work as a team. There's no competition, right? If we're in a world, this is, there are billions of people here. Billions of people want to dance. So we collectively can help uh, shift the industry so that there's more possibility and that we're not just trying to rip each other down, but mm -hmm. instead we're looking at this as an opportunity of, wow, we're building a global community. And, and, and we're getting more people excited about dance than ever before in a new way. And then we carry back, that back into the studio when we're all able to go back in and sweat next to each other and hug <laughs> each other. Yes. I know, which is so great. And what I love about her is too, she's, you know, as she's continued to rise through Hollywood, she brings so many people with her. That this is something is, that really inspires me. She is one like no other. Her success is so immense. I mean, I mean, people like Prince, Michael Jackson, reach out to her for advice, mm -hmm. right? Um, she is so iconic. And in every turn, every step, and every single day of her life, she is giving to make someone's life better. 
several people's lives. Yeah, several like, people's lives. She 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 is um she's a giver. Yeah, and and it's and it and it's it's spreads all around the globe. So everything she's given to us is why we're so committed to giving also. Oh, see, I love that. I just I love seeing it. I always and I loved watching. Oh my gosh, I love watching Debbie while, when you were nominated for an Emmy a couple years ago because her joy, she was so happy for you and it was so pure and it was so from such a deep place. Uh, it was hard not to bawl my eyes out when I saw her make Aww. that speech for you at her house when she had that party. I was like, oh my God, I can't, I'm even like, ah. <laughs> Thank you so much. First of all, Kristen, I just want to say, let's have a moment for you. You have consistently been a source of joy, support, inspiration, mm -hmm. encouragement, kindness, kindness. Genuine. genuine, to have media be able to shift the course of culture and possibility and goodness is so valuable, so valuable. So the way you use your platform is making the world a better place and we are very, very thankful for you. Thank you. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and your hair looks fabulous on this Thank quarantine. You. I do didn't say guys. Thanks. It looks good. I'm like, oh, let me make sure my hair looks good. My husband's hat just seen me with like a ponytail on top of my head, no makeup and sweat. So <laughs> Oh, trust, we know. Oh, yeah, oh, we know. That quarantine pajama life. It is. And it's like you have to like at, at nine o'clock, I'm gonna shower. Like it's like a thing when you're in quarantine life. It's amazing. Yes. Yes, but yeah, we're 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 all aiming to keep the spirits high mm -hmm. and full of love and hope, and that's what you're doing. That's what Debbie Allen is doing. That's what we're focused on doing. And as a collective, all of that powerful energy and love can really keep people lifted mm -hmm. because that the the longer this lasts, the, the even more people more, are gonna. It's gonna get harder for people. And shout out to Kim Hale. It's Women's History Month for always, you know, making sure that our voices are heard yes. um, and through the right lens and telling our story the way we want to tell it. Yeah. This, yes. and just so you, know, wonderful. you should be following her. She's the one who coordinated this interview too. So yes, <laughs> yes. She's just, again, she's a gem. She, she has vision and that's what it's all about is having a vision and then following through on it. And it's, it's just a priceless thing to have people in your life that believe in you. And for those of you out there that might be hearing this and think that you don't have those people, we're all here. Mm -hmm. You know, the internet is this massive space, but however, it's also so intimate. So, you know, make sure you're reaching out to people that every day are giving you a, a fervor and energy to keep pushing and to keep creating and to keep dreaming. And it doesn't have to be a famous dancer. It doesn't have to be a dancer. It can be your school bus driver that knows that you love to dance and, and know that they, that any accomplishment that you do or that you have, that person is happy for you and is rooting for you. So I think we also sometimes don't just look around to who's in front of us. Like me and my mailman are friends. He knows that we dance. He thinks it's awesome. You know, like it doesn't have to be Debbie Allen. It can be the, your neighbor. That's right. We have allies in every different aspect of our life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So even though we're staying at home, uh, now the definition of home is the, expanding. Yep. Because the internet. We're rewriting this. <laughs> yes. 
Well, you guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I know this was um, abnormal circumstances <laughs> to studio together, um, but Madam, yes. you snuck in in the end here. Thank you. Thank you again for having us. Really appreciate it. Sorry yes. I was late. Oh, it's but fine. I was here in spirit. Yes, <laughs> I know, we felt your presence. Yes. Um, if anyone wants to register for the online Tap Fest, where can they find it? So you go to dctapfest.com and all the information you need is right there. Mm -hmm. All right, and where can people follow you online to get all the latest? Yes, I'm at Maudipoo, M-A-U-D-I-E-P-O-O-H. And I'm at Chloe Arnold Taps, and we are also at Chloe and Maud, and at Sync Ladies, S-Y-N-C Ladies. If you find one thing, you'll get you'll find all of them. You'll find the rest. It's a whole trail. <laughs> yes. All right, thank you so much, you guys. Adore you both. Cannot wait to see the Tap Fest, and I can't wait to see all the videos Yay. of the Tap Challenge. Thank you, Thank Kristen. you so much, Kristen. You're Stay safe and healthy. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate Bye. the inspiration, too. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us here at To The Point. We'll be back next week, and yes, it'll be another remote show. Take care, be well, and stay safe. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.